This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. Because we're driving to Edmonton. Broadcasting from West Edmonton Mall, Wednesday, Thursday. Is it okay that I left that out of the bag? I was hoping you would. I was kind of waiting for it. So, yeah, absolutely. They have said, no, no, we want you in the mall because we're going to put you right on the ship that's on the water in the middle of the, of the mall. How about that? Very excited about this week. We're going to... Where's my belt? I'm taking this on the road. This is the Rod Peterson Show. We rock and roll into our two of the RP show. We are on that ship right there. The pirate ship in the water park at West Edmonton Mall. Hour two of the Rod Peterson Show is brought to you by Core Grain. Doing the right thing for your farm. And I feel like we're going to have a whole lot of fun here in hour two, just like we did in hour one. I think we covered a lot of ground. We've uh, been very inclusive today with our viewers, our live studio audience here at West Edmonton Mall, which includes one sea lion. When do they fire up the sea lion show? Do you know? Well, I was over there earlier and the trainer was was walking around or whoever was uh, taking care of the area and dumping some, I think, food in the water. Some chum. But yeah, I don't know what yeah. they eat. But uh, uh, yeah, and then when you that remember that high pitch of that kid last hour? I didn't uh, know if that was the kid or the sea lion. Could have been either one. Oh, I see that I screwed up my earpiece again. I'm sorry. Let me get it fixed here. Wow. Um, on we're only on the water's a little rough. So I uh, on live national television. I forgive you. Okay. <clears throat> so we got a couple balls in the air here. We got some CFL talk that we're going to get to. Obviously, National Hockey League talk. And you have to understand something. We had Brian Ray with us last hour. He is the host of Dallas Stars TV. He's the Gene Principe. He's the Sarah Orleski of Dallas, okay, for hockey. Yeah. And he thanked us for the coverage. You were up roaming around taking pictures and talking to fans and kissing babies. You didn't hear him say. He's like, thanks for the coverage of us U.S. NHL teams that we don't get the coverage down there in that sunbelt. And it's very, very difficult for Canadian NHL fans to understand that that's a thing. But it's a thing. And that's why I said to producer Clark, what, a month ago? I said, let's get some of these U.S. guys on. And here's a guy literally thanking it. How, he didn't look like he had a lot of interviews to do today. No. You know what I of mean? Of course. They don't get a lot of coverage. And when you watch the highlight shows, they're never early on. You know, no. Sometimes you don't see them in the first block, if at all. Um, and there's a lot of NHL fans from American teams in Canada, too. We know we have a lot of viewers in Canada where, where we've, 
you know, made a great home for this show and, and whatnot. But there's a lot of fans of American teams, and now we're getting more American viewers. So it's important to cover all these teams because nobody else is. Uh, right. And my mind's going all over. I got to stop looking at the comment section because, like I said, my mind's going all over. But when, yeah. when I was doing local radio for years, I would only read the Canadian NHL team scores. And you have to understand something, people. Every NHL team has a scout living in Regina, Saskatchewan, the sweatpants capital. Every team, trust oh me. Gosh. And so a lot of times those guys would come up to me at, uh, in the media room at games, P Pat's games or other WHL teams and go, hey, would you mind reading the other team? My team scores? There are right? scouts of St. Louis, Columbus, Nashville. You name it, they're all around right. Western Canada. Right. So they would, I'm like, hey, I only got 60 seconds, Brian, just to out somebody. <laughs> and, but now here we are with two hours every day that we could talk about the National Hockey League two hours if, every day if we wanted to. And Nelson Hakowicz, our VP of Sim Events, says it's a shame NHL Network is no longer on air in Canada. Yes, but you got us. So let's not worry about what we don't have. Let's celebrate what we do have. Yeah. I've only been saying that for a few years now, and hopefully people start picking up what I'm putting down. Anyways, John Ohm in Winnipeg. Um, says, are you going to Hooters before the game, Rod and Moose? Love me some wings. That's a hard no, John. There's a lot of other places to go. I'm not as much of a Hooters guy anymore. I have a feeling the mall's going to keep us occupied most of the afternoon, and we're going to want to get to the game early. And I want to talk sports, but we're at West Edmonton Mall. They've opened the doors to us. They've put us on the pirate ship. So please, Last hour, I asked you, what's your best West Edmonton Mall memory? And people rallied to the cause. And I said it was coming here in 1983. I was nine years old with my whole family watching the Oilers practice. Just down the way here. Yeah. I'm getting heart butterflies thinking about it. And then, that's mine. And then the other is, what's your favorite store here? And it's a cop-out to say sport check, because sports checks everywhere. I just love me some sport check. Is this the Shout out Jimmy Two Tables. Is this the one that has the big, when you walk through it, it's oh, got yeah. like the uh, it's LED. The holy, it's the, uh, you walk through it, and you're like yeah. walking into the, yeah. Right. But I want to say it's a store called Game On. They've got some really nice, well, NHL gear of every team. But really, when you walk into Game On and you see those, a whole wall of orange orders jerseys and it's game on yeah there's some really good uh there's a really good massage clinic here in t in uh, the mall How about okay. that? i th i think my dream would be to be locked in the mall well that's for a couple of days and i thought that was the case and so when i asked when we got here last i said how late and how early are those mall doors open you know can we walk around all night and literally be trapped in the mall he said no it's 11 o'clock at night but I said in the morning, like the mall doesn't open till 10. Yeah, but our doors open at 7 a.m. You can go walking around 7 a.m. in an empty mall. So that's cool. Lee Genier is watching the uh, sports executive to the stars. Former NLL executive of the year. Calgary Stampeders, VP of sales and marketing. He has written in and says, love. He says, great energy, gents. Love the on-location broadcasts. Keep rocking it. That's from Lee Genier, a very dear and longtime friend of ours. Although he was with the Calgary Stampeders and I was with the Saskatchewan Rough Riders for 20 years, each of us 
him a little longer. I told you this. We would go to league functions, and although we were bitter rivals, we would be at those cocktail receptions or across the room and look at each other and just give each other the, the nod of respect. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Me and Lee would do that. Got to spend some time on this. Um, John in Edmonton says, everyone say it with me. J-E-T-S, Canada's best hockey team. Uh, it was funny. I was watching Craig Button on SportsCenter this morning. Uh, my dad's boss with Dallas for many years. And he said the Winnipeg Jets are his dark horse pick to uh, be Canada's best team. He didn't say to win the Stanley Cup. And he goes, it's not really a dark horse pick. I don't know how you can really go against the Edmonton Oilers in Western Canada. They're in different divisions, though. Yeah. The Oilers are in a weaker division, so they're probably going to have more points. And don't think that doesn't matter come playoff time because it's going to have a, a role in seeding. Mm -hmm. But the Winnipeg Jets did sweep them last year. They've got the better goaltending. The Jets open up in Anaheim tonight, and we haven't spent any time on that. How much stock do we put in Game 1 of 82? <sighs> a lot yeah too much does it really matter i mean two points is two points is two points is what the coaches will tell you these two points matter as much That's as the end good point but the teams that get out to a hot start aren't necessarily locked into being stanley cup contenders either you have to be playing your best hockey at the end but you can't let these points go away so i don't know how much stock we're going to put into it um i really don't we're probably going to overhype it a little bit um but edmonton should be up there the jets I mean, they've got the roster. All these teams have an opportunity, right? I mean, we're not that far removed from the Calgary Flames being the number one team in the conference. I would, literally, I would literally say don't put much stock into your team's performance, good or bad, on opening night. Now, I'm very excited to go to this game tonight, Edmonton, Vancouver. But I'm just saying, do you think they really care in Tampa Bay that they got speedboated last night by Pittsburgh? Other than them getting bag skated today by John Cooper, which you know they are. John yeah. Cooper said their American Hockey League team would have put up a better fight against Pittsburgh last night uh, when Tampa lost 6-2. Anyways, um, man, there, there are some very toxic people commenting today. Don't be afraid to block them, Clark. Don't be afraid to punt their ass. You have my uh, uh, total green light on that. Rod? Yeah. Make them walk the plank. Arr. How about that? Um, just one more from my cousin Medicine Hat and Medicine Hat, Christine. She, she says, you must have admitted, sorry, you must have inherited your love of shopping from your mom. Very classy lady. Hey, just because I'm a mall, mall rat doesn't mean I want to shop. I just like to come hang out. Have a Starbucks coffee, get a massage, roam, walk, do loser laps. Go to Under Armour and go home. I don't spend all day shopping. No, not at all. It's not a shopping thing. It's a mall thing. Yeah. Anyways, get serious, Rod. It's 11-11, by the way, here in Western Canada. Opportunity is awaiting. The portal of opportunity is opening. <laughs> what? Just on that for a second. Yeah. Can you believe this? Like... We're driving into the thing last night, and we're like, should we go to the rink? Yeah, we're going to go to the rink. So we go to the rink, and we, Rod pulls out the, 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 the map, and uh, it's exactly one hour and 11 minutes from where we were to the front steps of Rogers Arena. We were around Vegarville.
Unbelievable. When that happened. So let's do, let's play deal or no deal. Canada's favorite game show. These are the odds for betregal.net for the CFL's week 11 games. We just started this last week and people are going nuts over deal or no deal. Dun, dun, dun. Where's Howie Mandel? When I you know. Uh, so it opens on Friday night with the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, the winners of six in a row at the Edmonton Elks. The Bombers are favored by 14.5 points at betregal.net with their odds makers. Deal or no deal? Are you taking the bet? 14 and a half favorites. Winnipeg over Edmonton. I took no deal last week on a 14-point spread, and I got burned. So I'm taking the deal. Deal. We need sound effects. (laughs) The flashy graphics package is on the way, I'm told. Montreal at Ottawa. The first of a Saturday doubleheader. Montreal at Ottawa. The Alouettes are favored by 5.5 points. And let's not forget their starting quarterback, Vernon Adams Jr., is not available. He's gone to the six-game injured list. Montreal favored by 5.5 at Ottawa. Deal or no deal? No deal. Yeah, no deal. I'm taking the Red Blacks. To cover this, to break this, beat the spread. Yeah. Uh, Calgary at BC. This, this is a toughie. Week 11 closes with this game. Calgary at BC. The Stampeders are favored by 1.0 points. Stamps going after, I believe it'll be their third consecutive victory. Deal or no deal? Calgary favored by one at BC. No deal. I'm taking the Lions. No deal. The nuts on this guy. <laughs> so you got Winnipeg to cover the spread 14.5 points at Edmonton. Yeah. And then Ottawa to beat the spread at home against Montreal and BC to beat the spread at home against Calgary. Yeah. That's our deal or no deal for the week. That was fast. That was easy. That was quick. That was good. Back to the big board. Yeah, that woke him up, didn't it, in the comment section? Oh, yeah. Jenna Reagan's watching in uh, (laughs) Southern California says, yes, red blacks. It's still not too late to change your favorite teams, Jenna. (laughs) She's got the Buffalo Sabres and the Ottawa Red Blacks. I was just asking for punishment right now. Oh, yeah. Nelson Hakowicz, our VP of Sim Events, says, Bombers to win, Elks to cover. 14.5 14.5 is a lot, and that reminds me, Metal Shingle Guy has written in on the Prairie Mobile text line. Prairie Mobile is your authorized SaskTel mobility dealer. He says, any word on the Elks starting quarterback? And goes on to say, Trevor Harris to Ottawa, maybe? It's a delicious uh, supposition. Yeah. We've got about two minutes left in this segment before we come back and tear it apart a little more. Um, this is the, it's not a problem with Edmonton, but it's an Edmonton thing. It's an Oilers game day. I don't expect when I'm doing my loser laps around West Edmonton Mall this afternoon, I'm going to hear too much about Trevor Harris or the Edmonton Elks starting quarterback. I think we've all heard that they're going to go with the backup quarterback Friday night. I guess if you're Jamie Elizondo, the head coach, you're saying, what do we got to lose? We're not winning with the other guy. Pretty ballsy move to sit Trevor Harris though. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know where he sits now in this moment in time, but coming into the season, he's the all-time most accurate passer in CFL history. Now, since some good weapons around him, by all accounts, Trevor Harris, pretty good leader too. But if they're not winning, they're not winning. You got to win football games. And the season is short. And man, if you're not winning, why not see what you have in the next guy, the young guy? Figure out who's next. I don't dislike it. Um, Trevor Harris on the move? Man, 
I don't know if I'd be pulling the trigger on that, but Ottawa would be interesting. I don't think. I don't think. I don't think Ottawa should be in the market for a quarterback. They got a guy in Caleb Evans. They've sat Matt Nichols. Yeah. This was their own decision that they erred on by going with Matt Nichols over Nick Fatty Arbuckle. That's my opinion. To go out and get Trevor Harris now, and by the way, don't even talk to me about salary cap stuff because I don't think anybody cares. I don't think anybody's going to get fined for salary cap stuff in this dog's breakfast of a 2021 in the Canadian Football League. So forget about that. Yeah. But again, Brock Sunderland, the GM at Edmonton, you went out and signed Trevor Harris. I'm shocked that he's allowing his head coach, Jamie Elizondo, to sit him. But I also respect the GM that lets his head coach coach his team. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. Um, that really woke up the CFL fans um, from Live 2 Question on YouTube. That's the handle, Live 2 Question. You guys might want to put it up on the bottom of the screen. He says, it's true. We won't hear much about the CFL right now in Edmonton. Marketing the team has been tough the last few years here, even more so that we're losing. You always got us mm -hmm. at the Rod Peterson show to talk about the CFL and in these markets. Uh, listen, I guess what, what time we got here? We got a break. Hour two of the RP show is brought to you by Core Grain, doing the right thing for your farm. We've played deal or no deal. When we come back, all NHL, all CFL. That's what I see ahead. And more with you. And also, Mo Egger from ESN, ESPN 1530 Cincinnati. Talk about that wild Bengals-Packers game on the weekend. We're broadcasting live from the Pirate Ship at West Edmonton Mall. How about that? We'll be right back on Game Plus TV, YouTube, and Facebook. Live streaming and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Autumn is in the air. The pumpkins are in the patch. And our friends at Manscaped are here to make sure you don't carve your pants pumpkins when you're grooming. If you know what I'm saying. Make sure you're keeping things fresh this fall with the leaders in male grooming and their brand new fourth generation performance package. Boys, get ready for a cuffing season like no other. Ready to take the leap into fall with Manscaped? Join the two million men worldwide using Manscaped by going to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping with the code FANSIDED20. Again, join the 2 million men worldwide using Manscaped by going to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping. But you got to use the promo code FANSIDED20. West Edmonton Mall, the place to be. All of Edmonton, actually, on an Oilers game day. It's opening night at Rogers Place, and West Edmonton Mall is already open for the day, doing business. Um, a sports update before we delve back into the kibitzing with the Moose. This just from this morning, forward Colton Sevier signed a one-year two-way contract with the Edmonton Oilers this morning. The deal has an average annual value of $750,000. Forward Zach Cassian was placed on injured reserve by the Oilers today. And forward Josh Archibald was put on long-term injured reserve. Defenseman Philip Broberg was loaned to Edmonton's American Hockey League affiliate in Bakersfield, California. And forward Kyle Turris 
was recalled from the minor league team. The 32-year-old Sevier made the Oilers roster after attending training camp on a PTO. The Red Deer product appeared in seven preseason games for Edmonton, earning three assists and working as a penalty killer. Another big game for Canada's men's soccer team. Home after picking up points in Mexico and Jamaica. Unbeaten Canada can move further up the CONCACAF World Cup qualifying standings when it hosts Panama tonight in Toronto. But it won't be easy. Panama is third in the octagonal round robin with eight points. Canada is one behind. The Raptors closed their preseason with a victory over Washington Tuesday night and made for some difficult decisions for coach Nick Nurse. The Raptors have three open roster spots they have to fill before opening night, but Nurse says the choices won't be easy. The Raptors host the Washington Wizards on October 20th in their season opener. This sports update for Ballers Rec Room. Check out our brand new line of games. Book your group or Christmas party now. Also for the Tap Brew House and Drive Through Liquor Store, where you'll never need to ask to have the CFL game put on. And for Red Bull Canada, Red Bull gives you wings. We've been doing viewer takeover like all day long, by the way. And Moose, I'm not sure I ever got your favorite West Edmonton Mall memory yet. Um, yeah, I don't know that I have one. I'm trying Is there just too many? It's just too many. I mean, probably the days at the water park. I did the water park once as a kid and... I remember loving that. That was really cool. Um, it's probably the water park. I never got to skate on the ice. Um, so that, that's a little disappointing. I've, I've wanted to do that. Probably the water park. I'm going to have to ask mom. I know she's probably watching. Text me if you think of something. Because I'm having trouble thinking of one that comes to mind. Well, I've literally been here so many times. Yeah. I'm trying to remember. I'm sure that I brought skates. I said I've been coming here since I was nine. Right. So, yeah, this literally was always a must-stop when I came here on rider road trips, Pat's road trips, you name it. Yep. And I just feel like we're soaking into the Edmonton, um, not lore per se, but the conscience. Yeah. Um, for instance, Northside YEG, who watches our show every day, we're now in your town. We are in you, Edmonton. <laughs> He says, for a stadium that was built in the 1970s, Commonwealth really holds up well. I've been asked many, many times in my life, what was my favorite CFL stadium to go into? And habitually, I would say BC Place Stadium. I, I couldn't obviously say our own stadium. So I would say BC Place. Just as I was always, for the most of my life, an indoor guy. You yeah. Perfect conditions to play a football game, right? Oh, you yeah. go in there in the wintertime, and you don't got to wear a jacket, right? Like, it's yeah. beautiful. But Commonwealth, we didn't have a lot of success here, right? Which doesn't tend to make you feel warm and fuzzy about coming into the facility. That's right. Yeah. You know, you never feel good. And you could feel good about walking into the facility, but if you feel bad when you're leaving, the whole place has a sour taste. So that has a lot to do with it, for sure. I don't understand this. And you got to, you viewers got to stop calling me Rob. You notice we have so many new viewers and they, I don't know if it's spell check or what, <laughs> but I almost feel like not addressing them when they call me by the improper name. You get it, right? I get it. I get it. But uh, where did it go? Safe. Safe Moon Dog, one of our viewers on YouTube says, remember when we were kids and we'd stretch our mouths out and say, I grew up on a pirate ship? Do it, Rob. 
Uh, I never did that. So I was growing up trying to be a cowboy. For reals. Not a play pirate. Now the comments are coming in like crazy. From the general in Calgary says, you haven't lived, Rod, until you freeze your fingers off at McMahon Stadium. LOL. I literally felt guilty in the 2010 West Finals, Saskatchewan at Calgary. You remember the game. It was minus 27. I'm inside the perfectly controlled climate of the press box broadcast booth, which is all glassed in. Sucks in the summer. Love it in November. Yeah. And that was the game where Ryan Grice Mullen fumbled a punt late in the game, which we nicknamed him Ryan Grease Mullen afterwards for fumbling that <laughs> into the Saskatchewan end zone. And Jarrell Freeman, free, recovered it in the end zone to save a Rough Rider victory that day. It was minus 27 Celsius for our American friends. I don't even want to think about what that was Fahrenheit. And I felt so sorry for you know who? The referees. Because both teams had sideline heaters. The refs didn't. Oh. And I'm sitting there in the broadcast booth going, this is inhumane that they're making these guys play in this, these conditions right now. But no, that's, when I, that's 11 years ago. I was really starting to realize then that it's the suits that run the league. It's the tall foreheads that are up in the luxury suites eating shrimp cocktail without a park on because they don't need it. They're the ones making these guys play down there on the field. And uh, hasn't really changed my mind since. Yeah, I get it. I get it. And that, you never think about that. The poor referees. I guess they, they don't take any plays off. So at least they're still running and staying warm throughout the game. But yeah, everybody else says heaters and coats to put on on the sidelines. Not the refs. Their gloves. No, not the refs. I called the Grey Cup. Actually, I called the Grey Cup in Edmonton and Calgary, now that I think about it. 2010 in Edmonton and 2009 in Calgary. And they both hurt. Uh, from, boy, I would tell these viewers to calm down with the comments, but that's not what we want. I just literally can't keep up. Know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, keep them coming. We'll to, get to what we can. Yeah, Tacona Pauly in Winnipeg says, come on, Rod, football's best games are in the snow and rain. No, wrong. And whoever told you that doesn't know what they're talking about and never played in it. These guys don't like to play in that with bad conditions. Ask a coach. Yeah, you like watching it. Yes. You like watching the frozen tundra and Aaron Rodgers running out on the frozen grass at Lambeau. <sighs> Ice hanging from his mustache. The players don't like playing in that, man. Trust me, they don't. I know, but I like watching it too. You know, we like watching it, but we, it's <laughs> I know. not right for the players. Why does anybody care about the players anymore? Because they're only here to entertain us, aren't they? <laughs> How about that? Am I too defensive about it? No, it's, it's a fun argument to have. I mean, in the CFL, we, all we could think about is downtown Eddie Brown, right? Against oh, yeah. Edmonton, against Toronto. The snow globe game. And he takes it off his foot. These are great memories. That game with, you know, the snow globe in, in Lambeau Field when the Titans and the, and the uh, Packers played, I think it was on a Monday night. Um, that's really cool. We're watching Vinatieri against the Raiders, kicking it in the snow. Wonderful moments, but... It, I know it's not always the best football, but those, those moments stand out. I don't know. If I don't ever see a flake of snow again in my life, I'll be fine. My mom and I used to have these arguments. And she's like, oh, Roddy, but you'd miss the four seasons. No, I wouldn't, mom. <laughs> That's a you thing. It's not a me thing. I think I, I, I would have liked your mom. Everybody liked my mom. 
from C. Walker, watching on YouTube, says, Come on, Rod. Come out and do a live show for the West Final in Winnipeg on December 5th. I think we'll be coming to Winnipeg before that. Uh, at least plans are in the hopper. Ryan McCarthy, watching in Saratoga, New York, says, No need for a conversion rod when you say minus 27 celsius that translates to frigid i don't know i think i just care too much for other people i just i remember watching those players down on the field going this is inhumane yeah it's minus 27 before the wind chill then we won and we went to edmonton and it got colder okay they were practicing in minus 50 yeah grant granted this that's not fun for anybody no. Watching the game, being at the game. But if it's like zero, if it's minus five, and you've got a bunch of snow coming down, that I'm, that's cool. Minus 27 is not fun for anybody. From Glenn Erickson, BC Golf Guide on YouTube says, Hey, Rod, did you call the 1997 Western Final at Commonwealth Stadium? Riders 31, asks 30. That was a fun day. No, I'm not that old. I got in uh, in 99. From the Hockey Club podcast, watching in Tallahassee, Florida right now, says, we get just the right amount of four seasons. Miss you down here. I know, Hockey Club, I know. But that situation's about to change. I guarantee it. From Jay Voss on YouTube, Rob Maver, ex-punter from the Stampeders, always said, any temperature under zero was like kicking a rock, not a football. And again, that's my point. Football was not meant to be played in winter. Hockey was. Okay, I'll give you that. I'll yeah. give you that. Outdoor games, fine. Let's all go freeze our nuts off and kibitz and, yeah, not football. Yeah, I'm, I'm all for that. I didn't mention yet the poll question today. Oh, it's not Cowboys versus Pirates? The unofficial poll question today. We'll just save it for tomorrow, okay? I'll write that down. Because we're such a bunch of squirrels around here. Yeah. We forget from one day to the next what our ideas were for the poll question. So today's poll question is, which is Canada's game of the week in week 11 of the Canadian Football League? There are only three games. Winnipeg at Edmonton, Friday, and then a Saturday doubleheader. Montreal at Ottawa, Calgary at BC. And running away with it is the West Division collision, the commotion by the ocean. Calgary at BC, 71% on Twitter running away with it. And on Twitter, uh, sorry, on Facebook, 81% running away with it. It is, uh, there's no doubt the marquee game. It's Michael Riley versus Bo Levi Mitchell. Now, having said that, the other two games are divisional clashes, too. Mm -hmm. Why do you think they're so hot and horny about Stamps Lions? You just come up with that commotion by the ocean? No, it's on an the old spot. One. Okay. That's an old. It's good, though. I, I was pretty impressed. It just had it ready to roll. Um, hey, look at it. You're looking at what should be the top two players in the league, two highest paid players in the league, the two quarterbacks going head to head. The matchup is delicious. It's a battle, which might end up being a playoff game. Right? Yeah. BC and Calgary. Um, it's so tight in the West. Mike Riley was trending to be one of the, you know, the MOP candidate. There's a lot of great matchups and storylines. And 
hey, Calgary is now back. This isn't the Calgary team that was, what, 2-5 and five to start the year? They've won two in a row against a pretty good Saskatchewan team that's maybe in turmoil. We don't know. This is another statement game, and they're all matter now down the stretch. They're all... Okay, now they're chiming in. James in Borden, Manitoba. Watching says, I went back and watched some games Rod called, and they were great. Rod should be on TSN, but he has better things to do. Ding, 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 ding. Tell him what he's won, Bob. Bob's your uncle. Like, Like sitting here in Edmonton on Oilers game day, broadcasting from a pirate ship. Thanks, Moose. You're welcome. This has just Thank been you. amazing. We're going to take a timeout and go to Cincinnati right after this. You're watching the RP Show from the City of Champions on the Game Plus Television Network, which is available all across Ohio on Game Plus TV with the Buckeye Cable Systems, live streaming on YouTube and Facebook, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Yo, live from West Edmonton Mall, we continue on this Wednesday game day for the Edmonton Oilers. The Vancouver Canucks are in town. As a matter of fact, as we await Mo Egger joining us from ESPN Cincinnati, 1530 on your AM dial. I'll do a sports update. The Toronto Maple Leafs and Montreal Canadiens renew their NHL rivalry tonight at Scotiabank Arena. It's the 2021-22 season opener for both teams. The Canadiens came back to eliminate the Leafs in the first round of last year's playoffs en route to advancing to the Stanley Cup final. Meanwhile, reigning NHL MVP Connor McDavid and the Edmonton Oilers open their season at home tonight against the visiting Vancouver Canucks. McDavid dominated the league scoring race last season with 105 points in 56 games. The Canucks avoided a potential contract uh, crisis, meanwhile, during training camp when they signed young stars Elias Pettersson and Quinn Hughes to contract extension. Sportsnet's got them both tonight with a doubleheader. Canada's men's soccer team looks to stay unbeaten and pick up maximum points when 68th, uh, 68th ranked Panama visits Toronto's BMO Field in World Cup qualifying play. Panama is third in the eight-team round robin, one point ahead of the Canadian men. Canada coming off road draws against Mexico and Jamaica to baseball after a season of piling up whopping win totals the san francisco giants and la dodgers get a day to prep for their all-or-nothing matchup in game five of the national league division series mookie betts and the world series champion dodgers will play buster posey and the rival giants thursday night in san francisco one game showdown to move on to the nlcs each team has now won 109 games this year. Meanwhile, the Atlanta Braves are off to the National League Championship Series, but will be without slugging outfielder Jorge Soler for at least several more days after he tested positive for COVID-19. Yes, it's still a thing. He was replaced on the roster for last night's NL Division Series Game 4 victory over Milwaukee by rookie Christian Pash. Solaire batted 0-91 with no homers and no runs batted in through the first three games against Milwaukee. 
And the Houston Astros are hoping for a quick recovery for center fielder Jake Myers after he left game four of the AL Division Series against the White Sox after he crashed into the wall chasing a home run. Houston will open the ALCS by hosting the Boston Red Sox on Friday night. This sports update for dubnetwork.ca, your number one source for Western Hockey League breaking news and analysis with the best team of writers across Western Canada and the Pacific Northwest. Visit dubnetwork.ca. And for Ben Cahoon's G2G Protein Bars, now with eight amazing flavors, RP Show viewers get 20% off of the promo code RP Show. Order yours now at g2gbars.ca. What's popping? What's popping with uh, Mo Egger? Okay, cool. Yeah, it's fine. They're telling me that they're having connection issues with Mo Egger down in Cincinnati. Uh, so you, you know what we should do, guys? We'll take a timeout here. And when we come back, I'll talk a little bit more about week five of the National Football League and get to some viewer comments as well as we await Mo Egger. Let's do that. So we'll be right back with overtime. We're getting into it early. Right after this, we're broadcasting from West Edmonton Mall, the Pirate Shift here in the water park on Oilers Game Day. You're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus TV Network, YouTube, and Facebook Live and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Edmonton Mall in the water park. It is uh, the overtime segment, which is brought to you by the Four Seasons Sports Palace, your home for the UFC and the Seattle Kraken fan club. I did not have broadcasting from a pirate ship on my career bingo card. And I love it. And we'll get to the uh, viewer comments in a moment to close the show. But the game that everybody was talking about, I feel, coming out of Week 5 of the National Football League was in Cincinnati. Mason Crosby hit a 49-yard field goal in overtime after missing three straight attempts, lifting the Green Bay Packers to a wild 25-22 win over the Cincinnati Bengals Sunday. The typically reliable Crosby missed potential winners with 2-12 and then three seconds left in regulation and missed another attempt in overtime before finally winning it. Heading into the game, he was 44-46 on field goals since 2019. Mo Egger, of course, was there. Sports talk god of Cincinnati, ESPN 1530. <laughs> How you doing, Mo? How you doing, Mo? I'm just wondering, is there a ball pit behind you? Is there going to be walking stuffed animals? Where, where are you? <laughs> I'm in the West Edmonton Mall, man. It's the greatest mall on the planet. And I'm on the, we've got a hockey rink in here. We got Fantasyland Wave Pool. We got everything. It's the greatest day of my life, I think, Mo. I wish you it, were here. It looks like it. It looks awesome. Um, it looks great. No, you mentioned, no, quickly, is, because it's, it's your show. You mentioned the Seattle Kraken, right? You guys are big fans of theirs, right? Their guy, their play-by-play uh, -play -play guy is Everett Fitz, Fitzhugh, I think, was the play-by-play uh, -play guy of the Cincinnati Cyclones. That's our guy. It's yet another Cincinnati export. Look at what we're doing. Yes. He's been on this show, and he's a great guy, uh, and we're quasi-Kraken fans because five of their players hail from Saskatchewan, Mo. That is a, I don't know how you are with math, but that's a full quarter of their team. So we're following the Seattle Kraken very high closely. I, I went to public high school in Kentucky, so, so not great when it comes to mathematics. But yes, uh, next time you have right. Everett on, tell him in Cincinnati we're, we're rooting for him. Abso I absolutely will. Now, Mo... You seem to call that the Bengals would have a season like this so far. 
right? They're second place in that AFC North division. So are you kind of, are you impressed with them so far? Or are you like, this is what they should be doing? Uh, I think I'm encouraged. I think if you're if you're a Bengals fan, uh, Sunday's game was incredibly disappointing. Uh, there were a number of things that if they had gone in Cincinnati's favor, we're talking about a four and one team that just beat Aaron Rodgers and, and beat a team in, in Green Bay that I think a lot of people think is a, a bona fide Super Bowl contender. Um, if you remove your disappointment from that and kind of look at the season uh, from a 20,000 foot view, I think you have to be really happy with at least what this team has done so far and and how some of the things that they've done so far bode well for the future. Joe Burrow is healthy, um, knock on wood. Jamar Chase is having an unbelievably good, <clears throat> excuse me, an unbelievably good rookie season. Uh, defensively, I think they've been better for the most part than anybody ever could have expected. Um, and they've been, they've at least been in every game. There's a lot of people who thought the Packers were going to absolutely steamroll them. Um, they're a player two away from being five and oh, frankly, they're a player two away from being one and four, but the, the things that, uh, have gone wrong in years past seem to be going right. And there's a lot to like about this team. Not the least of which is they go to Detroit on Sunday and they're road favorites. So if they win that game, they'll have come out of the first six with, with four wins. And I think, I don't think there's a Bengals fan alive who wouldn't have, have settled for that before the season started. Right. So at this point, playoffs not at all out of line i think you called a playoff spot going into the season correct and the lions i would think are a free spot in the bingo card or is there any chance of looking <laughs> past them well i didn't say they would go to the playoffs i i said i i thought that they could compete for a playoff spot at the end of the year which frankly is not that high of a standard let's let's be honest i did challenge your assertion back in april and this is how we became friends you said they were going to suck uh, well i don't think that's happened so far can you you know you made fun of the whole uniform thing and there's no reason to go back and 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 rehash that but i, I thought this team had a chance to be okay you talk about sunday's game um on one hand, yeah, I mean, Detroit hasn't won a game. On the other hand, I'm sure Lions fans are looking at this one going, you know what, if we're ever going to get off the schneid, this is it. This is an opportunity. And and I, I'm really interested in how this team bounces back because, you know, look, their two most recent games, their three most recent games are games that I think are pretty easy to get up for. Pittsburgh on the road, Jacksonville on Thursday night football, and then the Packers here in front of a, a packed house at Paul Brown Stadium. Now you go to Detroit. They're not that good. Um, the atmosphere is probably not going to be great. They're playing as favorites. Uh, I'm interested in how this team, you know, handles that. But it, from that standpoint, they've they've really passed every test so far this season. They were disappointing against the Chicago Bears, but I thought that was more of a just sort of an execution standpoint and and to a degree a play calling thing with uh, with Zach Taylor in that second game of the season. For the most part, they've been up to play every single game this year, and they have a better football team than Detroit does. So. If the better football team plays like it, yes, they should win this game on Sunday. And which Bengals fan wouldn't have signed up before the season started for a 4-2 and two record through six games? And then a, a true measuring stick game the following week, a week from Sunday, when they go to Baltimore and play the Ravens. No kidding. Hey, by the way, sprinkling in some viewer comments from Cine Girl watching in Pittsburgh. She says, Rod, you have me sold on this mall. I can't wait to visit. Oh, my God, Cine Girl. I could live here. Very easily, I could live here, and I may. From Derek Cousins on Facebook, Derek says, I love Moe's hat. Go Bearcats. <laughs> I got to go down the Cincinnati Road, University of Cincinnati Road, for a second. To, uh, we'll talk about Zach yeah. Caleros in a moment, man, because he's eating up yes. the Canadian Football League. But how about the Bearcats 
nationally ranked top 10, top five in some rankings. Uh, what a season they're having. Was this expected? Yeah, it was. I mean, it's it's one of those it's one of those few things in sports that sort of lives up to, to the hype. Um, they went to Notre Dame and won, which was such a, a landmark victory. I think the biggest win in school history for a thousand different reasons, not the least of which is we went into the season going, OK, Cincinnati is going to play at Indiana, which is a Big Ten opponent. And they're going to play at Notre Dame, who is going to be in the top 10 in all likelihood when that game happened. And if they could win those two games, then we could talk about Cincinnati playing in the college football playoff. And I think to a degree, we talk about that a little bit too prematurely. They still have more than half of the season in front of them. But this is a legitimately really good college football team. They have NFL guys on both sides of the football. They had an excellent season last year. They won nine, all nine regular season games. They frankly should have won the Peach Bowl game against a, a fantastic Georgia team. This team's legit. This team is a, a bona fide, legitimate top five team, but they still have a lot of football in front of them. And the standard when you're a school like Cincinnati is you got to blow everybody out. That's not the same standard that schools like Georgia and Alabama and Ohio State had to live up to. I got to uh, sort of end it with this, just Zach Caleros. I'm not sure you and I have ever talked mm -hmm. about him. He's a pretty good friend of mine. He is leading the number one team in the Canadian Football League, the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, at 8-1. and one. Have we talked about Zach Caleros? He must have been great at Cincinnati. You know, he was. We talked about him briefly when you first had me on because I was, I was highlighting my ignorance of the CFL, but I knew a lot about Zach. Had had Zach on the show in 2019, two years ago, because he was part of that 2019 that Cincinnati had that went undefeated. That year, he was the backup to Tony Pike. Tony got injured. Zach started, I believe, four games, and he was fantastic. He was a big part of that team's undefeated season. And then he was the starting quarterback in 2010. Brian Kelly was, had, had left to go to Notre Dame. Butch Jones was the new coach. And unfortunately, the roster itself was not very good. The team won just four games. But Zach was excellent, really a big fan of his. And to watch him have the success that he's had uh, north of the border has been awesome. And I know down here there's a lot of Bearcat fans who recall him with fondness and have been following his career closely. He couldn't make it to the reunion two years ago of that 2009 team, and he was sorely missed because he was a big part of it. So uh, when you talk to Zach, tell him that the, the folks down here in Cincinnati, myself included, is a big Bearcat fan. Uh, we think of him, we follow him, and uh, we remember his time uh, with the Bearcats. Uh, very, very fun. Well, he is the Rodney Dangerfield of the Canadian Football League. I have no idea why he doesn't get the respect he deserves, but, but not just a fantastic quarterback, but a fine, fine guy. And from Glenn, watching in Tallahassee, Florida, he says, is Les Nessman still dropping turkeys from helicopters at the Pinedale <laughs> Shopping Center, Mo? How often does WKRP come up in your daily life? Um... God, about once a week. You know, whenever you like try to get an out of town guest on, and I know this more from my days as a producer, and you'll get a hold of a publicist or you'll call somebody in another town and you'll say, I, I work in radio in Cincinnati. Will you come on? It's WKRP or anytime I go on vacation. You know, invariably you meet somebody and, oh, what do you do for a living? Well, I, I work in radio. Well, where? Uh, Cincinnati. And then you just brace for it. And unfortunately, the reference is always to Les Nesman and not Jennifer Marlowe. Because while uh, I would have loved to have worked with Les Nessman, I would have preferred more to work with either Bailey Quarters or Jennifer Marlowe. And in my neck of the woods, when you're growing up watching that show and you're a radio guy, you're either Team Jennifer or Team Bailey. And as, as a teenager, 
And as an adolescent, I, well, I, I killed a lot of time having that debate with my buddies, which I think goes to show the sort of social life we all have. Uh, my first crush, Jennifer Marlowe, won't surprise you yes. at all, I'm sure, Mo. Uh, I'm so glad that you ripped me that day and it opened the door to this friendship and you've learned that, that I cannot be offended. There's nothing you can do that will hurt my feelings. I love it, Mo. So thanks for the visit and uh, go Bengals and uh, let's do it again here in the throughout the fall. Rod, I, I watch all the time, man. So anytime you want me, you know how to get a hold of me, man. Thanks so much. Enjoy the Appreciate Edmonton it. Mall. All right. Absolutely. I am. Thank you, Mo. Mo Egger, ESPN 1530, Cincinnati. Joining us from the Buckeye State. And uh, it's, it's, it's actually true because Mo has sent a screen, a photo of his television in his living room, watching the RP show on the Buckeye cable carrier. We are carried all across the state of Ohio, just not this week because we are preempted due to Blast Premier. Ah, from Donna. Burger watching in Central Butte. She says, have a great day exploring the mall and game. Uh, from Wayne in Victoria, B.C. What a great show today, guys. But I could say that on most days. Thanks again. Broadcasting from a pirate ship in a mall. Does it get better? Going to be great tomorrow. We'll be talking Oilers, Canucks, and all these great NHL games tonight. We'll see you at noon Eastern here on Game Plus and YouTube and Facebook Live. Because I thought I was going to see Cindy Lauper. And then I get there and she's nowhere to be found. You just got duped. I got, I got duped. Yeah. Hey, who wants to get duped by dupe? <laughs> For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.